Hey, 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 welcome to the Eli Smith Soul Patrol on Patrol for Souls. Welcome to episode number 34. You sure? Don't, don't you can't be giving that no fake news, doc. 34. From my podcast coordinator, episode number 34. We are one episode from our 35th anniversary of doing podcasts. And the reason I am, um, uh, again, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night, whatever time you're watching this podcast and wherever you're listening, thank you so much. And the reason I um, emphasize me, the podcast thing is because I had no, doing this on my own is something that I probably would not have thought about or maybe Maybe I would have acted on it, but our our owner, Miss Sheila Brown, uh, said that she wanted all the radio announcers to do a podcast once a week. So I'm like, okay, that'll give me something else to do and another opportunity, another platform to reach people, uh, because that's what I like doing. I like reaching people. Uh, I like motivating people. I, I try to be an inspiration and an example by sight wherever I go. But if you see me somewhere and and I might I might be out of character, don't don't judge me. <laughs> I try to I try to govern myself accordingly. I say it like this, but no, because we it's all positivity, and I I can't say anything negative because my podcast coordinator has got me in uh, positivity class one on one, and uh, he's inspiring me to always speak positive affirmations. and uh, And our guest today has been another inspiration. Uh, as far as the importance of positivity. So that's where we are. We're glad to have you here. Welcome to the Eli Smith Soul Patrol, On Patrol for Souls, another podcast. Thank you for watching. And I invite you to, you know, uh, make comments about the podcast. Uh, you know, hey, I want to hear from you. And we, I mean, I can't wait to till we get to our 100th podcast. And who knows where we'll be by then. Um, our podcast coordinator has some great new ideas that he plans on implementing, you know, somewhere down the line. And I'm just, I'm just excited. I was watching somebody's podcast. They had a little, a little um, nice intro before their podcast came on and things like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm watching you all the people doing podcasts. Keep on doing your thing, but I'm watching you and all that you do. At the end of the podcast, we always like to, the reason we say the Eli Smith Soul Patrol on Patrol for Souls, because at the end of the podcast, we always like to extend the invitation to any man, woman, boy, girl that has never accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord or Savior, if that's your choice. And our disclaimer is you don't have to be in church. You don't even have to be a member of a church. Um, you don't even have to have any biblical knowledge. But what you have to do is be willing to uh, take on a new way of living, a new way of thinking, and accept and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And he'll, he'll, he'll make the way, he'll make the crooked path straight. He'll make the rough road smooth, and he'll bring down the high valleys in your life. So we'll do that at the end of the broadcast. I got an opportunity. Uh, when was it? Was it last year, 2020, that we met? at the? At, and big shout out to Marilyn Newton. What's the name of her nonprofit organization? United with Open Arms. United with Open Arms. We were at her birthday celebration? Or was it yours? Over clubs, over club boats on Gresham that, Road. That was mine. Yeah, I then, uh, <laughs> did we? Yeah, I believe we met before then. Uh, not quite sure, but uh, 
Well, I, I remember the club. Now. Yeah. And I, I kind of remember. <laughs> and, yeah. mo- and mo- one of the reasons probably, probably why I really remember you in the club this time, because I wasn't drinking and I wasn't smoking and I wasn't snorting. So I, my, my, my memory was pretty clear. And uh, the party was so nice. And uh, you had on some white. I think your, was your color theme white? Yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't really kind of. I think that's more for ladies. Okay, okay, the theme okay, color, okay, but, okay, um, okay, okay. It was white. Supposed to be white and gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and I, I, so I came and it was just because I lived right around the corner from Club Boats. And shout out to Club Club Boats and the DJ. Uh, got a chance to meet him yeah, afterwards. Right. Uh, what's I forget his name, man. I got to have him on my podcast too. Anyway, we're Club Boats for Durrell's birthday celebration and. Um, our friendship kind of kicked off actually there. And uh, recently, this past weekend, we were in Clayton County for their Back to School Bash. Um, the name of the organization with Maryland again is United, United with Open Arms. Yeah. So they were giving away school supplies mm-hmm. along with everybody around us. So we had a wonderful time. Uh, and um, I almost didn't stay. My flesh said, go home. But then the Spirit of God said, stay. And I'm glad I did because I had a chance to go around and meet a lot of the vendors and so on and so forth. And of course, Durrell was there and uh, we got a chance to um, hang out with one another. And, and we're, we're glad to have you here. Introduce yourself. Uh, tell us a little bit about you and uh, where you were born. And I just want to give you the platform right now. All of us have a story. right? And we're going to do a part one and part two. Uh, we're going to do part one today, and uh, we'll come back and do a part two real soon. But your story is very interesting. And uh, tell us a little bit about Durrell. Um, I'm I'm 36, uh, 36 year old. Well, 20. I'm really 21. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. But um, yeah, I'm 36. <laughs> um, I'm a father of two, uh, two beautiful young ladies, one 15, one 12, um, and I'm from a small town. Um, called Dillon, South Carolina. Um, graduated class of 05, top five of my class, went to the military, um, to the Navy. Um, and then that's what kind of life just, it, it took its own own turn um, after the military in California. Why the Navy? Um, I was going to go to the Marines, so my mama didn't want me to go to the Marines. Ooh, okay. Um, my brother went to the Navy. That was just kind of the thing. Uh, back then, um, I really didn't want to go to war. I just wanted a free education. Mm, okay, so the whole thing was for for me to try to become a a medical doctor. Okay, okay. So I had other plans. Um, I joined the Navy. I trained in the Special Forces for First Force Recon and um, First Marine Division. Wow. And um, again, like I say, life happened, and uh, here we are. Wow. Here we are. Wow, that's I mean that, those those some deep categories, you know. I mean, to me, it sounded like some some heavy artillery. But being uh, in the top five of your class, yeah, top five percent. Wow, man, how I, I can't even remember. That what my dad used to. <laughs> my dad from Florida. He usually he usually goes in the middle Moody Air Force Base. Okay, yeah, and that. And now he just retired, and now he works at the Walmart. Okay. When he was younger, and now he's older than he works at the Walmart in Destin, Florida. He moved to Milton, Florida. Okay. I could have moved. I'm like, well, that is that's how this <laughs> house is. 
I really see that all that people up on this stage. Wow. Well, listen, I, uh, I, I remember I was in my class and I don't remember what I know. I wasn't in the top five and, uh, after the top 10, I don't remember uh, much. But, maybe uh, but the top 15, too. Maybe, maybe the top I'm 15. Top 20. I've got, top 20. I, I, I've got to check the, uh, I've got to go back to my school and check the records because they may have deprived me. <laughs> they may have stole my, my. Uh, Your ideas, yeah. your companies. Yeah, yeah, may have. And I was the, um, I was one of the class clowns. I was the problem child in high school. So how did it happen? I don't know. But, uh. I always kind of push myself, but um, yeah, I don't know how that happened. I I was the one getting suspended. Uh, wow! The what? Teacher tell to get out of the class, and me and my buddies laughing. Um, but and and that's why I say God always, even though, you know, I look at my life now, and then I just look back through every situation, even when I was a child, a kid, and um, God always being there for me. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. in the, the ugliest, and, and God, God made it happen. The good, bad, the ugly. God has a way of uh, uh, turning things around for us. And um, I was listening to Dr. Tony Evans, and Dr. Tony Evans was saying that, you know, even in our negativity, the things that we do in our lives that, you know, weren't that we're not proud of he can take those moments that we were not proud of and and he can he can rebuild us even though we may have did things to destroy us god would take what's left over and um and, and recreate us and make things all new for us so th- th- that, that that's very interesting i never went into the military i wish i would have uh for the same reason that you went uh for education and um and of course, I think a lot the GI Bill where you can get a house once you, mm-hmm. yeah, things like that. But now, uh, I'll say this: now, from my experience, I'm not an advocate of anybody going to any branch of the military. Why not? Everyone had their own personal reasons, so okay. I mean, I understand, you know, and I support those people who decide to join. But for me, that's something that not, I would not recommend to my children mm-hmm. is to go. Uh, my experience, you know, it wasn't the best experience. It wasn't the worst. I, a lot of guys I met in the in the military, we still have a, a, a wonderful friendship today. However, um, just like with anything, is everything is not um, people are not as transparent as you would like them to be, especially when you're going to give them, you know, your life. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and if someone was to go, I probably would suggest definitely everything that the recruiter tells you, get it in writing. If it ain't in writing, it don't matter. Wow. Okay. And Y'all that's heard just in that. Life now. Okay. It's okay. Life now yeah. Uh, you know, you see people with contracts or these verbal contracts, or they or they shake on things. So things, the world just changing. When I was growing up, I was born in '87. A handshake sealed the deal. Okay. That's all we got to do is shake it. We, you know, we ain't got to talk. Uh, about it further but now you know you gotta have it in black and white because of the way you know the world is and the climate of, of the nation now and then a lot of people said that a contract is not even worth the papers written on well i mean that's a figure of speech but okay. um they re- most if it's legal and binding most It'll legal authorities court. exactly okay and, okay and the thing is um as a people we respect the court 
mm. and they and, and what they are tell us to do. Wow, more than just following what already is in our, our soul, doing mm. the right thing. God, I personally don't believe that. Um, I believe that negativity, everything, even in my life, everything that I did was learned. You know, uh, all the negativity, the negative things I did in my life were learned things. So. Um, that's just that's just where we at. People respect people outside of the community or strangers and their words and what they. So it's 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 to a point to where everything two people decide to do amongst each other or community has to be validated by another another entity. Okay. And that ain't. I, I don't think that that's how people should live as a people. Yeah, that that makes sense. You know, so so our parents have given us the best knowledge and the best advice that they could give us, but sometimes we still have to, we still end up going out and making some of those same mistakes or doing those things that our parents told us not to do. And now we're going to court. Now we're going to jail. And now the judge says, do this, that, the other, and, and you, do you do it. it. Now you do it. Because think about it. I don't doubt any parent in this world deliberately raises their child to do wrong right. i feel like every mother and father tell their child at least this the golden rule treat people the way you want to be treated mm -hmm. so if me and you get into a contract and i say hey eli or you say hey Darrell, i want you to cut my yard i say all right forty dollars you say okay well i pay you forty dollars we why do we need somebody else to come in and say hey you got to pay that man forty dollars we that's already understood between us right 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 but right. the climate is we as humans our respect for one another i don't know where it's went yeah or where it has gone or where it's dwindling down yeah, to yeah 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 yeah, yeah and yeah, so yeah. it's going to take somebody else and, and and i think it's more it, it gets into the culture and it may probably go into my passion of, of what i feel like you know god has put me here to do but um it's just i feel like it's a culture thing that that we have just allowed ourselves as a culture just and people just to kind of give our power and what we know is right everything has to be validated by somebody else i mean you think about it somebody that you love i, I use my mother for example and my uncle because you you do you you know, i always say that uh so my uncle he's in the nature and healing you know using real stuff from the earth okay. God put it here for everything that's made I believe it comes from the earth anyway mm -hmm. so my mother was battling with cancer and um my uncle would tell her things that he had learned through the years you know drank this or ginger root or these kind of things and he telling her this because he loved her this is his blood sister mm -hmm. because this is my blood brother maybe I don't want to listen to it because I know him I know his flaws. I know what he's done been through. And I know, you know, but I can go to a complete stranger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and because he has a paper, and I respect everybody's education. So I and going, I'll say that I'm a licensed funeral director and embalmer. So I respect the education. I respect all that. But we'll go to a complete stranger. And the complete stranger may tell us the same exact thing that our loved one yeah. has been telling us. But since we've seen our loved one drink beer, since we've seen our loved one maybe do this or that, now we're not even receptive 
We block it out. We block it out. Yeah. But we can go to the stranger and immediately, immediately, the doctor say I can't eat this. Okay. The doctor say I can't do that. <laughs> your brother told you that. Your daughter yeah, your son told yeah. you the same thing. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So we gotta learn to uh take advantage of that that we have right there in front of us and instead of like we said, we're not saying don't go to the doctor and thing like that, but if you got some people that in your life that's telling you something, the, the truth and trying to help you, sometimes you need to, you know, try it on before try it on before you decide not to buy it. You know, try that's it right. on. Uh so um what how much time we have podcast coordinator, Don, the boss Dante Cross? Seven minutes? Seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't forget to join the Boss Dante Cross every Saturday from 4 to 7, right here on the legendary WIGO. Dante Cross, the Boss Dante Cross. He gets, gets you great music and great, great positive affirmations. And if you're weak, if you need something, if you need a power push for the week, he's got some power teaching moments, even on the weekends, some positive affirmations. Even no million dollar deal on the table, you got to have them. Okay, <laughs> and the voice you hear, the voice y'all hear, the voice, man. yeah, yeah, man. He was born to do. He was born to do this. He was born <laughs> to do radio. That's, that's right, boy, yes. boy. I know the Bible said, "Do do not covet your brother," and I ain't gonna do it. But God, you hear me, God? I tell you, you got some. And we're and then he's one of our interns is working here at WIGO with Kevin and Morgan and Dante and myself and we're just doing what uh, Mitch Faulkner, who's a great radio personality and voice over voice over man, he got his wings. I think about it's been two years now and uh, great guy, I had a great voice and uh, he always told us, you know, hey, pay it forward. One of the best mm -hmm. ways you can do. When so, so some things people can't monetarily pay you for, right. some things you can't put any value on. And one thing you can't put a value on is me taking what I know and sharing right. it with you. And that and that's called paying it forward. So you went to the military, you, um, and after the military, um, what, what was next? Um, so in the military, uh, and I don't know how personal I need to get up. I mean, you, but, hey, Doc, it's your tea. Okay. You pour as much as you want. So mm -hmm. I, I was, uh, I had a high school sweetheart who I was supposed to marry. And a uh, big shout out to Jessica Davies. <laughs> how you like I, me now? How yeah, you I'm like me, me now, I'm Jessica? <laughs> now, I had to put it out. But, uh, now, Jessica. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, yeah, now, you now. okay, and, no. And, no and, digits and, now. And, and it's all right. <laughs> and it's ironic, too, because. Uh, so we didn't end up making it, and I met my my wife, okay, uh, uh, my oldest daughter, mother, okay. and I big shout out to April too. April. Hey April, hey baby. Um, so I actually spoke with her and told her, um, asked for permission to use her name. And okay, everything. So okay, that's cool. all right. But um, I got married. Um, had my first daughter, my oldest daughter, where she was pregnant at the time, and we moved to Texas. My wife at the time was from Texas, and we moved there to Corpus Christi, and it and and I'll, I'll say this. That's when the real, real turmoil, and um, I guess this, I can equivalent it to the story where Jesus was on the sea, and the waves and, and mm -hmm. was rocking. So, Corpus Christi, Texas, what was that? Two thousand eight, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. That was the year for me 
that uh the boat started rocking and um yeah i went off the boat and um and uh ended up going to prison and that's where um yeah that was another part of my life we're getting into but um from the military i went from the military to prison okay yep and, and then from prison now we're you know things happen after that but uh I don't know. It gets maybe get into part two, but yeah. seven years in prison. Okay. Uh, in a in a state state uh part Department of Corrections in Texas. I did seven years. Uh, no in and out. Seven years straight. And uh, actually, uh, I also uh, my mother passed while I was wow. in prison. Okay. She had been battling cancer, like I said, uh, from the military. She told me about probably when I first got in. So she had been battling cancer for about 10 years. And um, and, and it's so ironic because uh, my mother died in October of 2016. And I was granted parole in uh, February of 2017. Mm. So uh, that's something I still think about. The last time and the last time I seen my mother, I was in a uh, prison uh the last time i talked to her was on a prison phone wow um the last pictures i've seen you know these the, the, and i still have the letters uh, over the years over seven years worth of letters wow. that she will write and i will say this uh if you got a mama man you cherish because you only get one yeah you ain't yeah. gonna never ever in the world get another mama and, and, and then when she gone, you're going to wish she could Boy. cuss you out one more time. Boy. You're going to wish she's going to tell you to close the door or go in the room or, or, or whatever. Yeah. You're going to wish for whatever. All those things that you find negative now are making you whatever that you got to do. Your chores, the children out there. Yeah, you, she ain't going to buy you the clothes. and I'll, You're going to miss it. It's a song. and I, 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 I was, It's a song called, it's a country song called you're gonna miss this mm. and um it's a wonder wonderful song now i can say a little bit i can sing a little bit of it but, not, but it's a wonderful song and um and it talks about people growing up too fast children growing mm. up too fast because we all did it i'm ready to be grown drive my own car and, and, um Boy. but yeah <laughs> so uh and big shout out to in love to all the mothers yeah um, Right all on. the mothers right on. and uh, um you know somebody asked me a question um they asked me what kept me strong or 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 no basically the, the, the conversation was because consisting of can a woman raise a man okay. so now this is maybe a controversial topic exactly. but i'll say this in my situation for my life prison the navy living in kind of life that sent me to prison all those things where i was down and out it was the words of wisdom from my mother that helped catapult me over whatever it was okay. not saying and i big shout out to my to my old man yeah, uh, Pops, we love uh, app white uh that's my step i was raised uh pretty much by my stepdaddy when he met my mother so that's why I learned how to uh, fix on cars, do plumbing, just be a man, be outside, cut the grass. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is going to lead me to 
it'll lead us to what I feel like my passion, well, my 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 purpose is. Okay, okay. Is the young black men. And we really gotta do better generation to generation. And we're gonna we're gonna say that for part two. Um if you in 30 seconds, could you say something to me uh previously about young men? It's easy to talk about how tough you are on the streets, but when you get behind those doors, encourage some young men out there about what you might experience in prison that might change your mind about the tough guy. We got one minute. One minute. Um, for me, it was seeing a young boy that was uh, 18 years old um, fight for his manhood. <clears throat> yeah. And hearing it. Um, wow. Too. Um, you ain't no guns in prison. You ain't got no guns in prison. Um, so now the 15 year old, 16 year old, 17 year old, like me, small, skinny. So you got to have them. It, it, it turns you into depending on where you at in Texas, mostly Mexicans. So it turns you into another person. And um, yeah, so seeing that, 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 that's um, something that, Wow, I don't know. I kind of the tough guys. You, you got you got to be tough. Also, okay. yeah, ain't no you know you got to be tough. So if you're gonna be tough, oh, it, it, only thing that makes you tough here when you free is a gun. Now it's a different story when you get in there mm. because you might can get a, a shank as they call it. You know what I mean? Or a bang or a poker. You might can get something like that, maybe. But then you might you might not. Wow. So now, um, what are you gonna do? You gonna have to fight. And that's something that we don't see a lot of. It's so quick to shoot. When I came up, my cousin and his, my cousin had a, a friend named Brian, Brian Brown. Brian had a little brother named Nump. And then my cousin's name was Tony. So every time I would go to my cousin Tony's house, him and Brian would get me and Nump to fight. <clears throat> Not for no entertainment, but to show us how to fight as men mm. and how to get up and still operate as men. Okay. So that's what we would do. If Nunk knocked me down, he'll put his hand down and I and, and reach me back up. If I wanted to go for another round, then, then that and vice versa. And so I we had that. We gonna fight and may the best man win. But I might get you tomorrow if I feel like I wanna get you again, but it never went to, I'm gonna kill you. Wow. Mm. Powerful, man. Durrell is gonna be coming back uh, with part two of his life story and, and positive affirmations to a young black man. We're on, we're on, we're on a course to um, uh, inspire. God has given me a, a ministry for young men and uh, we're gonna be implementing that moving forward. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we encourage you to do it today simply by repeating after me, God, I'm guilty. But on Calvary, you dropped the charges. And thank you for dropping the charges. Now, Lord, I give my will, my mind, my will, my emotions, I give it all to you. God, change me to be a better person, not just for me, but for the kingdom, and that I might be a better person for the world. I accept you now, Lord, as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen.
saved. You're saved. Now, begin to slowly um, read your Bible and try to get some teaching at a church or synagogue or wherever you want to go, or just read your Bible on your own. But one thing I want to encourage you to really do, just start doing right. Mm -hmm. Start doing more right than wrong. And no matter how old or how young you are, we all know what's right from wrong. Do that. Here's the right thing you can do. Keep your radio locked in to the legendary WIGO 1570 morning from 10 to 12 is the Eli Smith Power Teaching Moment. And of course, uh, my podcast, the Eli Smith Soul Patrol on Patrol for Souls. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. And thank you, Darrell. And uh, we'll be back talking more uh, thank about you, you and, and your, your, your journey inspiring others. Thank you. Thank you. And you're welcome. Thank you. Until the next time, from the basement of my heart to the balcony of my mind, I'm your guy, Eli. I love you. Peace. I'm out.